So I told you what to send to your list two weeks ago. Did you not hate send? Because maybe you're worried you're still going to annoy people or your email is going to suck. We're going to fix that right now, today. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Per. Now let's get to it. Oh, welcome back. My inbox besties, besties, Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And as always, I am beyond excited to be in your earfuls today. And I am fully aware that I probably called out a whole bunch of besties, though y'all tend to be action takers, but there are some of you that have been binge listening to the podcast. You're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do the email my list. And then you don't. And then it's like, oh, well, I ran out of time or this or that or any of this sort of stuff. None of that malarkey. None of that malarkey is going to fly because I know ultimately deep down the thing that usually prevents people from hitting send is more of mindset junk that is going on about, am I actually going to annoy people? What if they've already heard this before? Who wants to do this? And you don't want to be lumped in with all the boobrahims of the world who just sent horrible emails that are just like screaming at you and calling you a loser because you don't buy their stuff, even though, well, they're giant losers. And we don't want to be roped into that sort of stuff. Okay. And I feel like people get just too into their heads when it comes to email marketing, because everyone is telling you constantly, it's so important, it's so important, it's so important, it's so important. And you're like, ah, oh, but like, I just got these hundred people and you know, I don't want, you know, 10, 10 of them to leave because it took me so long to get them. We are going to talk about that and how to not annoy your subscribers. Now, are there going to be those keyboard jockeys that are just having a bad day because their kids are just annoying them or they didn't have the one thing that they wanted at the grocery store or just Life is getting them down on the outside. Of course, there's always going to be keyboard jockeys. But honestly, the longer that you're in this game and just in general, you can read if it's someone having an actual problem with you or somebody that's just looking for somebody to dump on. And there are a lot of people out there that are like that. I have to say, I don't tend to attract them very much because, well, I kind of put in the system that we're talking about. So not really an issue. I can tell when it's somebody else having their own existential thing and they're not mad at Kate Doster. So Let's go ahead, let's thank our tool of the week, and then we're gonna dive in. Hey besties. So we're gonna go back to this episode in a second, but first I just wanted to let you know that if you never wanna have your subscribers be annoyed ever again when your name pops into your inbox, even if you're asking for cashola, or maybe wondering exactly what my two-step process is for making sales every single day that literally have people thanking me for taking their money. Yeah, that happens like every single day. Or perhaps you're concerned that you're making one seemingly innocent mistake that is actually giving new subscribers whiplash from unsubscribing from your list so darn fast, then I want you to head over to katedoster.com forward slash class so you can register for this free on-demand training, Little List of Big Profits. In Little List Process, I'm going to take everything that we talk about here at Inbox Besties and crank it up to like a thousand so you can learn how to make a toe-curling income and impact that you crave from a micro-sized email list without feeling like a manipulative, money-hungry butt face. That's right. You're just going to learn how to treat people like people and make your piggy bank smile in the process. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash class right now. It's okay. I'm waiting. Like, go ahead. Click. Did you click? It's in the cover art. Just click it. You'll get there. Your people cannot wait and neither can your wallet. So 
The key is to really never annoying your subscribers. And I had about five. I don't know if the number system is going to hold up, but we're going to sort of go here because some of them do sort of meld together. And the first one, and this one is one of the most important. I think number three is the second most important. I know it's odd that that's not number two, but it is what it is is that you need to realize that being on your list is a privilege. So you need to only let in the right people on your list. This is why last week we had talked about freebies and mistakes that you could be making because you're letting the riffraff in. If you are letting people in that are interested in a topic that you don't like talking about, that you've got no interest in serving, don't put them on your email list. Just having them there does nothing you are then going to be sending them emails about things that they don't necessarily care about. And you're always going to be nervous being like, Oh, I know they signed up for this thing about Cricut printables, but I actually hate Cricut printables. And I really love knitting. If I send this, then they're all going to unsubscribe. They shouldn't have been there in the first place. Being on your list is a privilege. Getting to be in your energy, hearing your stories, hearing your excitement to seeing your people succeed is a privilege. So treat it like one. That's why last week we talked about all those freebie mistakes and why we had other podcast episodes about freebies and lead magnets and all of that sort of stuff. So that way you can avoid this situation. Okay. Being on your list is a privilege. If somebody leaves, that is fine. You will go and you will find more of the right people. Do not grow a list of vegans. If you're going to be selling hamburgers, just because people told you beyond meat is super cool right now and trendy. Okay. We do not want that we don't. Okay. So being on your list is a privilege. Start treating it like that. Do you still need to put in the time and the effort to go find these people to make sure that you're creating a freebie that they actually want to nurture them? Of course you are. Being on your list is a privilege is both twofold. One, they're lucky they get to be there. And two, you are going to treat them well once they are allowed into your velvet rope. I've shared this story before on the podcast, but in case you didn't hear it, I got one email back from somebody who was like, I can't believe you use the word home slice or like something like that. It was one of those keyboard jockeys that we talk about. And I was like, how, how did this person get in? Like I was literally mad at my content that I was putting out at my landing page at the freebie that she couldn't tell before she put her email address in. She does not belong here. She should not be here. She's no, no, get out. So that's one of these things. Being on your list is a privilege, having that general mindset, that mentality, it is going to help you tenfold because if we are only allowing in people who want to hear about the things that we enjoy talking about, not going to be a problem. And that's really where number two comes in. And this is why I was sort of debating about the numbering is that when you keep content relevant, or if you decide that you're going to skew things over a little bit, you kind of have like a couple paragraph explaining why this seems like it's coming out of left field, you'll be fine. So number one is treating your list like a privilege, both in the people that you're allowing in there, thanks to your freebies and also how you handle them. But number two is the things that you're sending them. If it's relevant, people are going to get annoyed. It is when, you know, say somebody signs up to learn how to start a blog. And then I start talking about funnels. That's where there's going to be some disconnect. That's where there's going to be a lot of unsubscribes, not necessarily a lot of people that are replying back and all this sort of stuff. But if I am going to transition people, or I'm going to start talking about something new, that's when you call it out, which is honestly what number five is. And it's just like letting people know where we're going. It's like, hey, so I know that you signed up to hear about this, but I wanted to let you know what else we talk about. Or the reason why I talk about A is because that really is a big part in B. And so if you're interested in A, B is probably where you want to be too. Now, this can be an email, whether or not, say, it's a newsletter and you feel like you're going slightly off topic, or this can be like one of the last emails in your welcome series and be like, hey, just like you are a multifaceted person and you're interested in a lot of things, I tend to talk about 
you know, bucket A, bucket B, and bucket C. So if you're along for the ride, if you like a little variety, a little spice of life, then keep coming with us. Okay? Keep it relevant. This is why when I do big launches, I don't necessarily launch to my entire list. I launch to people that I know have signed up for things in the past, that I know have raised their hands, that are a pre-launch list. I might send like a casual sort of like mention to my newsletter and then one maybe like sort of random one just in case somebody came in a little bit afterwards that I was sort of segmenting my list. That's what the cool kids call it. Just keep it relevant. Just keep it relevant and easy. People will not get annoyed. And of course, this goes particularly for the keeping it relevant. If you are in the middle of, say, a launch, that just is any promotional period, whether it is a flash sale, whether you're pre-selling something, whether it's a big course that, you know, goes large, whether it's an affiliate one. We've all been subjected to some horrible affiliate emails lately. Y'all know which ones I'm talking about. Then have a little link at the bottom that just says, hey, not interested in this? Click here. And I won't tell you any more about promotion X. You'll still stay on my list, but I won't tell you about it. Every single email service provider will allow you to do that. All you need to have is a page for them to land on your website that literally can just say, thanks for letting me know what you're into. We'll make sure we update it. That's it. So it's not like you need to create a new page all the time. I think I have, I think it's like katedoster.com forward slash got it. Might be mine. It's very generic. It works for everything and it's fine. And then I make sure when I send out my next email that they're segmented out of it. Because again, I'm keeping it relevant. I'm giving them some choices. The next thing, and this is number three, is to make people feel like, ah, uh, everyone stay in the back seats because you know that I've said this a million times and I will continue to say it. Make them feel like a badass, like they are important, like you get them, like their struggles are real and that they are valid and that they have badges of honors for even freaking trying. What's that? You said you were going to recondo your house, but it didn't work out. You got to one drawer and you're like, this is stupid. I'm proud of the fact that you actually decided to do something because there are plenty of people with messy houses who never even opened up the drawer. Like that is what I'm talking about when it is about making your person feel like a badass. It is feeling seen, heard, understood, stood, and vindicated. Yes, Kate can talk. Can you tell? I just get so excited about this topic. That is why I think that I do so well and why a lot of my listies, so the people that are in Love Your List, why they get such illogical results is because they get this sort of bigger concept of making their person a star. And even when I'm sharing with you guys about, you know, things that we're doing behind the scenes in my business, I like sharing my faults and telling you guys lessons learned so that way you don't make that mistake. So that way it's like, it's not like you always have to rah-rah people. I think that's what I want to make sure that people get out. Like you don't always have to be constantly motivational or constantly like, you know, super high. Y'all know I'm super high energy. You don't have to be like that. It can literally just be letting empathy. Like the reason why you created this chicken recipe is because you know the struggles of that what's for dinner argument. And then the rest of your night is blown because you and your spouse or you and whoever, you and the kids, you and yourself are fighting because you're like, oh my goodness, this happens all the time. I'm so dumb. Like, why do I let this get to me? They're like so selfish. You know what I mean? So when you can really get down to those things behind what's going on, that is how you can make your person feel like a badass. Again, always make them feel like they are the action takers that they are because a lot of people just don't. I don't care what you're teaching. I don't care if it's how to play the ukulele, if it is YouTube videos. I do not care. Even if you're like, but Kate, I just do organization. No, but Kate here. No, but Kate. Make them feel awesome for trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing. 
because they are badass and you are badass. And sometimes it can just be making them feel like they're not alone. That is going to make them ultimately feel better. So you can tell I really get on my high horse about being on your list as a privilege and making people feel like a badass. The fourth one, and this one is one of those very logical things. And I just think that it's the truth. And that is being consistent, straight up being consistent. So whether that for you looks like emailing every single week, same date and time, like we have Kate who was from Simple Pin Media. She was on the show every Wednesday morning, like clockwork, it's going to be there. Okay. Sometimes with mine, sometimes the email on Friday, sometimes Saturday, sometimes Monday. So I like to be a little sporadic. Sometimes it's twice a week, but people always hear from me. Okay. They always truly are. It is not going radio silent for months on end and then sending them an email every single day. That is overkill. That is never going to work. You're going to burn yourself out. That's why in the episodes of what to send this month, one, I don't make them relevant on any other type of content. And two, it's only four. And even if you get only two, I would much rather you email twice a month than being like, oh, well, I missed last Wednesday. And you know, now it's already Friday of the next week. And what am I going to do? Just email them. Just email them. I cannot tell you how annoying it is. Ooh, we made a sale. I cannot tell you how annoying it is when it's Black Friday and all of a sudden all these randos who I have never heard of before are popping into my inbox. That is a problem. And if you were in that boat of, oh my goodness, Kate, like I'm the person that hasn't emailed my list in forever. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? We actually have other podcast episodes. I'll put a link to them in the show notes where we talk about some emails you can send when you're sort of reigniting that passion with your list. But again, you're keeping it to the forefront. You are making it relevant. You are making them feel like a badass. You are treating it like being on a privilege, like being on your list is a privilege. Not in the fact, especially if I haven't emailed in a while where it's like, hey, we're talking about this. And if you don't like it, get out. But it is realizing, you know what? Some of these people, like, because this is your own issue. Some of these people are going to leave because they're like, who is this brando? And other people are just going to be happy that you're back. So don't let the people who are going to leave or potentially call you a spammer face or ask you how you got their email, which again, we all addressed in that podcast episode, hold you back from the people that are just happy to see you again. So just, just email, just do it. The only thing that is literally holding you back is yourself in this and your own brains. And so again, y'all know it's like, mindset's garbage. It's not. <laughs> it is 100% the missing puzzle piece from a lot of people's success puzzles. So again, just to recap the four so far, we have being on your list is a privilege. So only let the right people in, in the first place. The second one is keep it relevant. You do this with segmenting, tagmenting, and the things that you generally talk about. And if you want to go a little bit off skew, because you're like, well, I've got one about budgeting, but then I have one about organization. You make sure in a welcome series or in a funnel, you tell people, Hey, I also talk about B. So you're going to be hearing about it occasionally. Okay. The other thing is always make them feel like a badass, seen, heard, understood, loved, and like they are okay for trying and not getting it right the first time. The fourth one is being consistent. For some people, that is honestly, <laughs> I, for some of us, you're going to be like, oh my goodness. Honestly, that's sitting down and writing a giant welcome series or a giant funnel. So that way you do not have to worry about emailing every week. For them, they get in the mood and they would much rather crank out 10, 20 emails to not have to worry for six months than have to do one every week you know you and how you like to handle yourself. And then the last one, which should come as no surprise, ta, 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 treat people like people. I know, I know. I heard the audible gas from everyone. What kid treating people like people? <laughs> I know. Y'all know that is one of the biggest harps that I have. Here are my biggest soapbox 
on Inbox Besties, in Love Your List, and even in the email marketing fair, literally everything that I have. And honestly, Trello Magic, everything that I have is based on this underlying people of treating people like people. That means you writing to them like a person, like they are your best friend or a friend who is really into the topic that you're into as well. You might be a little bit behind, say, your weight loss journey or actually getting bots to work on their Facebook page. And maybe they're not really into bots, but they're into the results the bots are getting. But you're just talking to them like a person. You're acting like a person yourself. If you have not emailed your list in a while and you know that you've gotten those emails and you're like, who is this rando? You're going to make sure in your email after giving them like knocking their socks off with something that's super relevant, that's probably something that they were like, oh my goodness, how did she know I had a problem with this? You're going to address it. You're going to take ownership, but you're going to put them first first. Then you're going to be like, and hey, if you're wondering how I got your email in the first place, it's because you signed up for freebie A, B, C, and D, and I just have not been around in the inbox for a while. What? You're admitting <laughs> how they got to you, so you're not a rando. You're admitting necessarily that you haven't been there. I know some people are like, apologize and say sorry. I personally, as a lady, think that ladies say sorry too much, so I will never tell anyone to say sorry. That's probably a whole nother tangent if you're ever interested in it. Maybe we'll do a besties chat about word choices, but, but that's it. Treat people like people. Use those contractions like we were talking about. Using examples. If you hate getting emails where people are just exclamation point slapping you to buy a product, then don't do that. Realize to yourself, how is your buying cycle? You might be someone who you see a tripwire, you buy every single one because you're like, I'm in it. You're a quick start. Okay. So you're going to have to put yourself into the shoes of somebody else. And I'm sure you know somebody who's not as much of a quick start in your life. And you can kind of ask them, it's like, oh, okay. So somebody didn't buy it the first time I told them. It's not necessarily that they hate my product or they think that I'm stupid or that it sucks. They probably just need some, some more information. And so then, and this is what we talk about in building big buck buyers, which is one of the bonuses inside of a bonus, <laughs> inside of love your list. I know she's a huge course inside of five figure funnels and launches is you have to realize how people's buying cycles are different. You're always going to have those quick starts, but other people, they might be nervous because say they need the practical. They want to know what's actually included. You have some people that are just nervous, especially in the product based world that am I going to fail again at this? Okay. So I don't want to waste $500 on a course if I can't get the results. So at the beginning, they're probably doubting you and your methods, but again, Usually you've got testimonials or your own story that you're going to show up people. But at the end, you need to prove to them how you have put in as many fail safes as humanly possible in this product so they don't. And if they have issues, you're going to help them get back up again and do it again. Okay? Treat people like people. Okay? And I know that you are. And that's why you probably haven't been emailing because you don't want to annoy people because you hate getting annoying emails. But I guarantee you, the next time you get an annoying email, if you look at it, Chances are it's going to be missing that relevant factor, that making you feel like a badass, that they are not treating you like a person, they are treating you like a dollar sign, that it sounds generic and bullcrappy. And honestly, I want you guys to head over to katedoster.com forward slash free class. So it's katedoster.com forward slash free hyphen class. And that's going to bring you to our little less big profit. And we're going to go over how to stop sounding so generic, how to really infuse more of yourself into your writing, how to go from, you know, because this is one of the Kate's superpowers, how to go from build the business of your dreams 
to be able to slap down your card at Whole Foods, you know, when we can get out of the house and not blink an eyelash at the grocery bill. Like you get berries all of the time. You get raspberries and you get raspberries. It doesn't matter what season it is. Okay. We're going to tell you how to get from that generic stuff to how to get to things that really speak to people, even if you feel like you're super un creative. Okay. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash free class. We're going to dive more into everything that we talked about here. We're going to have some tangible examples. It is probably one of my favorite trainings that I've ever created. She's a little bit long, I have to say, but I just, oh gosh, even the results that people get just from that free training have been mind blowing. But then again, I only really allow action takers in my sphere. So I shouldn't be that, that like surprised. So guys, let's go ahead and recap real quick. What are these five steps to really never annoying people? One, make sure you have the right people on your list in the first place because being on your list is a privilege. That goes back to the freebie like we talked about last week. The second one is keeping it relevant. And if you're going to go off the beaten path a little bit, number five, treat people like people. Tell them. Just tell them. Be honest. Hey, I know you signed up for this, but I also talk about that. And you can also give them a way out with those sort of opt-in links and segmenting triggers. Go talk to your email service provider about how to do that. Make people feel like a badass, which is always the top one. Being consistent, whatever that means for you. If you miss a week, just top back on the horse. Literally today is the best day to email your list if you haven't emailed them in a while. And number five, treat people like people. Write like you were writing to a friend. Understand the way that the human brain works and how it takes information. Don't sound like a robot. Don't exclamation point somebody. Be happy for their results as opposed to the fact that they're saving $5. Yeah, saving $5 is cool, but the after effect of what they're going to get from consuming your product, that is something to be excited about. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.